today on Abounding Grace. I'm certain it's operated in your life so many times even you didn't even notice it. That uneasy feeling, that Holy Spirit alarm, sounds different in all of our minds, where someone comes along, seems to say and do the right things, but you sense something's not quite right. There's something you can't put your finger on, something intangible, something that makes you uncomfortable. And when I get that check in my spirit, I always walk very carefully, cautiously, and slowly, and just watch it unfold. I don't want to be quick to judge if God hasn't given me the clarity on the situation. But when there's that check in my spirit, I pause, and I just wait it out. This is amazing grace This is unfailing love That you would take my place That you would bear my cross You lay down your life That I would be set Here we are at the beginning of another week and glad you could join us for Abounding Grace. Pastor Ed Taylor will be along shortly and continue our series in 1 Corinthians. Say, does this sound familiar? You're listening to a teacher or a friend comes up to you and says something that just doesn't seem right. You can't put your finger on it, but there's a check in your spirit. What do you do next? Well, Pastor Ed will show us that God will often give us discernment when we need it most. And if we'll follow the leading of the Spirit, that'll save us from getting into a lot of trouble. Let's see what this manifestation of the Spirit, the discerning of spirits, is all about. You can be used of God in amazing ways that aren't scripted, that aren't predictable. The discerning of spirits, the ability to get to right to the heart of the matter, where they say they're okay, but they're just... And don't try to guess this. Don't try to practice this and go, okay, I'm not sure it's from the Holy Spirit, but I'm just going to try. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay. You don't look okay. Dude, I'm okay. <laughs> it is from the Spirit. It's not something you just try out. It's not something you try to guess. And now, all of a sudden, I've created a new ministry through my teaching. I'm going to look for people that don't look like they're okay. And I'm just going to... It's, it's just natural. So many of you have been experienced with the manifest, manifestation of the discerning spirits that you... It's happened so commonly you don't even recognize it. God has used you in people's lives. It's a powerful thing to be used by the Holy Spirit. One of the difficulties with this manifestation is that when the Spirit of God moves upon you in this way, you can so clearly see the situation. It, it also works in a, in a real difficult situation with false teachers and people that come into the congregation to rip people off and take advantage of people. Because it happens. You're, you're in your most genuine, sincere place here. You want to worship the Lord. Your Christians are very giving people. You're a very giving congregation. You give of tithes and offerings. You give of your meals when you cook. You give of your service. You, you give of your time. Give, give, give. You're a very giving people. And there are people that would want to take advantage of you. And so we as leaders and even as believers, we have to pray for the gift of discernment. Not every person that walks through the doors here has your best interest at heart and it's our responsibility as the shepherds to make sure that you're protected and well cared for and of course the the wolves don't like that and they'll make a big stink about it and they'll be all upset about it and they'll 
be all loud about it, but who cares? We're protecting the sheep. Get as loud as you want. The best thing to do with a wolf is preach the gospel to him. Maybe he'll get saved. And in an instant, you'll see a metamorphosis from a wolf to a sheep. It's amazing. But sometimes they don't repent. You got to get that rod out and rod them right out the door. Say, dude, that doesn't, that doesn't work around here. These people are too precious. You're not going to rip them off. You're not going to take advantage of them. You walk into the congregation here thinking of what you can get out of the congregation. No way, man. Don't do that. This isn't, this isn't a, a gathering together to build you up uh, and take advantage, by taking advantage of people. It's a gathering together so you can serve and build others up. Maybe that's why God would bring you into Calvary, just to teach you that one little lesson in your life. You don't want to take advantage of people. You want to serve. You want to give. It's more blessed to give than to receive. You know who said that? Jesus. Not only did he say it, but he demonstrated it all the way to the cross. Discernment's important. We need to dis- discern between good and evil, false and true. The manifestation of discernment protects us from false teachers and false teachings and people that want to take advantage of the congregation. In Titus chapter 1, Titus is told about people by Paul whose mouths must be stopped. That's heavy duty. There are people around you, Titus, they need to be quiet. And if they choose not to be quiet, then their mouths must be stopped. That's heavy duty. You don't think of that in a church, but it's necessary. It doesn't happen all that often either. Don't think this is like a regular, wow, man, what happens after I leave? Oh, nothing, you know, this, it happens. But we've been here 10, 11 years, it's, it's happened a few times. And we've had to very gently and very carefully try to open someone's eyes because it's pretty obvious. And it's something in, in, in your own life. When God does lay something in your heart, you know, the, the way a person responds tells you a lot about who they really are. Because even if you're wrong, a person can respond in humility. Even if you're wrong. And that's what I see in your life. This is what God's revealed to me. I see it. I can lay out the scriptures for you. Uh, you know, it, when they're right and a person flips out, tells you a lot about, you might, you might be that person that flips out. Guess what? You just found out what was in your heart. The situation didn't create that. It was all there waiting to come out. We've often described that illustration as a guy or a gal working in the garage, banging a hammer, and bam, he hits his thumb, and whatever comes out of his mouth was in his heart. Banging the thumb didn't create it. Just opened the door for us all to enjoy it. And then God says, okay, now you see? You see what you're dealing with? The pain in your thumb is going to go away. It's going to heal up. But what about your heart? What are you going to do about that? Because all that cussing and all that evil and all, all that stuff, it's been brewing in your heart for a long time. How to get there? And then the Holy Spirit begins to do surgery on you spiritually if you allow the Lord to do it. Paul told the Ephesian elders in Acts chapter 20 that after he left, savage wolves would come in, not sparing the flock, he said. And even from among their own, people would come up and take advantage. So the discerning of spirit is very, very important. There are people within the congregation trying to deceive. There are people that come to your doorstep trying to deceive. They come to your doorstep very frequently. And although you're not, you're in this phase of your life, it's not like you know all the scriptures. They're very well trained to confuse you and make you feel really dumb. It's just training. They take you here, take you there, and right when you answer, oh, what about this scripture? And you go, man, let me just, no, what about this scripture? And what, what about this scripture? And you're like, man, oh. they're trained to do that. Because it's in that feeling that you're vulnerable. And it's in that feeling that there's a 
just a real quick doubt that maybe you don't know the truth after all. And it's in that little seed of doubt that immediately they capitalize on. When they come to your door and say, would you read this magazine? No, but I can start my fireplace with it if you like. I'll take everything in your day. I'll take them all if you want. And would you, would you, and then you got another group of people, would you come and would you, would you take this another testament? No, I don't want anything to do with it. Because you know, although you may not have all the facts, and we have apologetics. Robbie does apologetics on Monday nights. You can, all that stuff's up on the web. You can learn the truth compared to the cults. But even if you don't have that knowledge tonight, the Holy Spirit can say, that guy, he is not representing me. I don't care how big of a smile he has and how happy he looks and how clean cut everything is. It's not what it appears to be. The teaching of these teachers is way off. It all looks good, but you know it's wrong. You find out later that you were totally right. You, you say, no, I don't want any of that. And then you come and ask one of the pastors and they say, oh, no, look, this is what the Jehovah Witnesses, they came to your door. You know what they really believe about Jesus? They really believe that Jesus was Michael the Archangel. What? Where do they get that from? They made it up. Wow. And you know those guys with the shirts and the bikes and the ties? You know, who they, you know what they believe about Jesus? They believe that Jesus was the spirit brother of Lucifer. Whoa. Where did they get that from? They made it up. From an angel of light. The devil, he shows up as an angel of light to Joseph Smith. And the Bible warns, don't listen to angels of light that tell you something contrary to the scriptures. And that's exactly what he chose not to obey. And now a whole movement is being led astray. When it's simple, we don't even have to go anywhere else. Just It, it doesn't matter what. And I recognize that even for some, as you're listening, you're like, wait a minute, man, you've got to be a little nicer. Hey, I love people. I hate false doctrine. And I love people that might be saved by Jesus, but false teachers will be judged. It's not, I didn't make that up. So the best thing to rescue these false teachers from judgment is to tell them the truth, to share with them in love. Hey, look, Jesus is not the brother of Lucifer, man. I don't know where you picked that up. It's nowhere in the scriptures. Well, it's in this extra testament, but the Bible itself says, don't add or take away. Why are you adding and taking away? Discerning of spirits helps you when you don't know you don't have the facts, but you have the Holy Spirit. That should comfort you. Because I know some of you don't like to read. I mentioned reading the Bible, and that was just another burden. Oh, I don't like to read. I know. You haven't liked to read your whole life. It's just, some of you, it's very hard to read. You have dyslexia, so the words get twisted around. God understands that. That's why on our website, we have the entire Bible in MP3. If it's hard for you to read it, let the guy read it to you for free. Download it all. Put a, get a, it would be worth your while to go get an iPod, get an MP3 player, and put the whole thing on there. And if you're having a hard time reading, that's cool. We have somebody else read it. He's got a really cool voice, and he'll just read you the scriptures. You don't have to beat yourself up. You know, it's difficult because you're not studious, not all of you. Some of you are very studious. That's cool. But some of you are not so studious. There's other ways to get around that, to get the word of God into your heart to even start to take notes on Bible studies, just things that God's showing you. You don't have to write an essay. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I don't, I've been in school all day, I don't want to write anymore. You're writing for your own spiritual life. Take less notes in class and save those notes for church. <laughs> Say, I'm going to save 100 words for Wednesday night. Good, do it. But even if you struggle in those areas, the Holy Spirit abides in you. 
the Holy Spirit's come upon you in the baptism of the Spirit, and he'll bring to your remembrance the things that you've been taught. And he'll give you the manifestation of the discerning of spirits when you need it, where you just go, hey, I don't know what's going on here, but it's not right. I'm going to stop right now. We're not talking anymore. You're not coming to my house. I don't want any of your magazines. I don't want any of that goofy stuff. I could just tell. I can't put my finger on it, but this ain't right. And that's enough. And you could bring it into one of the pastors. You can email Robbie, and we'll help you understand what weird doctrine's been floating around our city lately. So we get a lot of them. And they come and go like the winds of doctrine. That's why we're warned to be careful not to have itching ears that will raise up for ourselves teachers. That's our world. Whatever new person's on Oprah, that's the new teacher. Even though it's crazy nonsense, it just makes no rational sense whatsoever. This is how you become spiritual. Go hug a tree and eat some grass. <laughs> I don't know, I, but, but it was on Oprah. I guess it must be good. No! I don't know how we got there. <laughs> but uh, uh, Pastor Robbie did do a apologetics, and he entitled The Gospel According to Oprah. Because people that have influence in our, in our world, they have a worldview. They are sending a message. They are giving a viewpoint across. And if their worldview is not spiritual, you need to be careful not to buy into it. You certainly can navigate through the world in discernment. But you need to be very, very careful. In Acts chapter 17, it says that the believers in Berea, they took what Paul said and they double-checked it from the Apostle Paul. Whether it's the teaching here from the pulpit or it's something you see on TV or somebody that comes to your door, you want to check it by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit will help you do that with the manifestation of the discerning of spirits. It's so important. And I'm certain it's operated in your life so many times even you didn't even notice it. That uneasy feeling, that Holy Spirit alarm sounds different in all of our minds where someone comes along, seems to say and do the right things, but you sense something's not quite right. There's something you can't put your finger on, something intangible, something that makes you uncomfortable. And when I get that check in my spirit, I always walk very carefully, cautiously, and slowly, and just watch it unfold. I don't want to be quick to judge if God hasn't given me the clarity on the situation. But when there's that check in my spirit, I pause, and I just wait it out. And I pray, God, and often this happens right in your mind. Just, God, just let me help me understand this. I don't know what's going on. I don't see. Guy's smiling all the time. He's happy all the time. But, boy, he just doesn't seem to be right. Because when he's with me, he's smiling all the time. But then he's cornering people over there. And he's got a little Bible study. And, and you just want to be careful. Walking in the discerning of spirits. The Lord wants us to be wise. And yet there's limitations on our wisdom. He wants us to walk in wisdom. But that's where the Spirit comes in, where he fills the gaps in our life. God is able and eager to help us discern between good and evil, right and wrong, truth from lies. Those of you that have kids with, that are saved, you can hook them up on this. You can tell them. Like they're going into the public school. They totally need discernment. That's where God has them right now. They're in the public school. You teachers that, that just give yourself to the public school. You want to walk in discernment. You want to make sure that you're helping even, you know, those kids that you know are believers in your class. You want to help them learn what discernment is and be open to the Holy Spirit. You know, a five-year-old can be open to the Holy Spirit and receive wisdom and say, no, I'm not going to go to recess with so-and-so. 
That's not good for me. You know, by the time you get to junior high, I'm not going to run with them because they're always getting in trouble. You get into high school, you know, I'm not going to hang out because they, they, they're this. And they're, you, can, you can encourage your kids to be open to the Spirit. It's not just an adult thing. It's a believer thing where God gives that discernment. And I look back on many times in my life where I've been taken advantage of, where I've been lied to, when I've been hurt deeply by folks, by deceivers, people very close to me. And I wish I would have been more in tune to the manifestation of discernment. We're very easily distracted. And the Holy Spirit alarm is just ringing like crazy in your head. And there's so much other stuff in your head that it just sounds like another noise. And I don't know how if I would have known, I can't go back and change things, but I sure wish I would have seen it earlier. Perhaps I could have saved myself a lot of pain and those around me in the ministry in my personal life, where there just seems to be a need for discernment. And how important it is for us to learn to follow the leading of the Spirit. It will save you a lot of trouble. Don't try to... I I get into the same habit, I'm sure you do too, where you're faced with a situation and your first response is, we need to figure this out. No. Bad response. Good response? We really need to pray about this. We don't want to figure anything out. We want God to hook us up. You could spend 10 years trying to figure it out and God was waiting for a 10-second prayer. Look to me, call upon me while I may be found. Let the wicked forsake his way. And you're, well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to go buy a new calculator. I'm going to get a new protractor. I'm going to line it all up. And a little CAD program, brand new computer. I'm going to get all the tools. And God says, man, I was ready to reveal that to you. All you need to do is ask. And I'll give you that wisdom. And through the gift of discerning his spirits, we can be protected from those who profess to be something that they're really not. Whether it's in the realm of false teaching or it's just a believer that isn't mature and just needs to grow a little. That's all that God's doing in their life. They need to mature a little. Get rid of a few things, add a few things. It's not always negative. Truly, many times, it's not negative at all. God uses you to minister to someone, speak into their life. You see that things aren't, aren't quite right. You just speak into their life. And then God uses you to bring them to another level of maturity. Another level of maturity. Another level of maturity. Because not everything is what it appears to be. The only way you can find that out in the spiritual realm is for God to tell you. And he wants to tell you. That's what this manifestation is. It doesn't, it's not something you can just hold on to where you can walk in here today and say, I can figure everyone out because I have the discerning of spirits. No, you don't. And no, you can't. It's interesting because as a pastor, the Lord will inspire people to share a word with me. Maybe it's through praying for me or they might send a scripture my way or they might even come after the service and share a word with me. And many, many times it's encouraging. It's wonderful. I receive it. It's awesome. I take it in. I pray for myself. Confirmation that the Holy Spirit hasn't forgotten me, that he's speaking some answers to prayer in my life. And it happens in you, you, you too. Occasionally, though, someone will come with a word, and as I'm listening to them, I know they have no idea what they're talking about. I know it. There's a situation that they want to speak into, and I'm like, that, you know, you're talking about like that in the future, but it happened five years ago. Like, it's already over. But they're talking as if it's in the present or it's in the future. 
And, and what it is is someone that has walked around and instead of waiting on the Holy Spirit, they've developed a habit of just speaking words all the time, not, impro- not prompted by the Holy Spirit. And when you get into that kind of habit where you so well, I have the gift of discernment. Well, there is no gift of discernment. It's the manifestation of the spirit of discernment. You'll get it when you need it. It'll come alongside your regular gifting where you're not, you, you, you walk away and you think, I wish I would have known. I know, me too. I wish I would have known too, but that God saw fit that he didn't give it. He says he gives to another discerning of spirits. It, it's all, it says in verse 11 in 1 Corinthians 12, it's one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So there are times when we need it, and he's going to give it to us, and there are times where he's just going to pass on and use another situation to show us the truth. But the point is, is we need to be careful not to think we can go around and figure everyone out. We can't. That's actually a big problem where we think we've got everything figured out about people, and we have no idea. We need the Spirit. We need the Spirit of God to reveal to us, and then we as believers need to be open for a true word of the Spirit and receive it and pray through it and see what God has to reveal to us so that we might be able to detect and reject the simplest of things and the most heavy. And I pray that the Lord will give us the kind of spirit that will enable us to to determine the difference between truth and error. Even something really simple like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. No, man, I don't think you're fine at all. I could just see it. And often that's the beginning of a flow of tears. Because the Holy Spirit just brought them to that, right to that edge. I've seen it happen in Safeway. I've seen it happen here. I've seen it happen at Walmart. I've seen it happen on the street corner where the Holy Spirit will show up wherever people are so that we can minister to them in his name, bringing him all the glory. So leave here today praying for this, asking for it, desiring it. Not in your own wisdom. There's a place for study. There's a place to study yourself, to, to, to show yourself approved, a workman not, that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, yes. There's also the overwhelming sense of the Holy Spirit that says, here is the answer. Go for it. It's awesome. Today on Abounding Grace, we've listened into a portion of Pastor Ed Taylor's study in 1 Corinthians. If you joined us late or would just like to give this a second listen, go online to calvaryco.church. You can then do a search for the passage we studied today. Have you had a chance to download our app? This is another great way to take in the teaching of God's Word and download it for free today by searching for Calvary Aurora. Another great app is the Grace FM Colorado app. Pastor Ed, as we're talking about the manifestations of the Spirit right now, it would be a good time to make mention of the bookmarks we've made available to our listeners to help them remember the various components of the spiritual gifts. Yeah, Larry, we had our graphic arts department, Pastor Micah, put together these seven bookmarks that give a great summary of each of the spiritual gifts and those are available on our website at calvaryaurora.org slash spiritual gifts. calvaryaurora.org slash spiritual gifts. And we designed them so that you could put them in your Bible. Uh, so when you need to be refreshed on your gift or you want to help explain one of the motivational gifts that are uh, one of the gifts mentioned in Romans chapter 12, uh, that primary ministry that the Holy Spirit loves to do through you. Uh, you'll have these little reminders 
available right at your fingertips. So go to calvaryaurora.org slash spiritual gifts, and they're available there. You'll find all seven bookmarks at calvaryaurora.org slash spiritual gifts. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. Even just a quick hello telling us the station you listen to means a lot. Let us know how we can pray for you, too. You can email us through the website at calvaryco.church. And please remember that Abounding Grace is made possible through the support of our listeners. We simply can't do this alone. We look to the Lord for provision. When you give a donation of $25 or more to Abounding Grace, you're invited to request a copy of Pastor Ed's book, Ordinary Servant. No matter your background or years as a Christian, God can and wants to use you. You'll learn how in this wonderful book. You might even want to go through this with your small group at church. Again, we'll send you Ordinary Servant by Ed Taylor with our thanks for a gift of $25 or more today. Reach us at 877-30-GRACE or visit calvaryco.church. And be sure to join Pastor Ed Taylor next time for more teaching from 1 Corinthians. That's right here on Abounding Grace. This is amazing grace. Abounding Grace is brought to you by Calvary Church, Colorado, here in Aurora.